Hello everybody, how are you this beautiful day, a beautiful day that the Lord has made? I'm Karen Jane Casey, and this is Turn to God with Karen. It's on this podcast that we talk about struggles that we're facing, challenges in our lives, and we encourage each other. We learn from experiences, and we always know that we can turn to God about anything. It doesn't matter how big it is or how small. Well, please know that during this 15-minute episode, I'm not going to be judging you, yelling and preaching at you. I am simply sharing my journey, and I'm still on it. We learn together. I encourage you to share what you have learned. Well, Happy New Year! (laughs) During this month of January, um, we will have episode topics that tie into the common theme that is focus. Focus. One day last month, I heard in the news the word of the year. But when I heard it, my word of the year came to mind. And it was much different than what the news had indicated. Focus. Focus during 2020. I made the decision to focus on the Lord and my life in Jesus Christ and not on all the distractions of this world. So are you with me? Can we deliberately plan to focus in 2021? Instead of allowing ourselves to get upset, fearful, angry, and focus on Jesus and things that are lovely, of good report. You may or may not recall that I touched on this topic in last week's episode of Your Vision Matters, and I'll quickly remind you of some parts of it. One thing I have found very helpful as I strive to find direction for the future, it is to be future-focused. I look into the past, what worked well, what did not, and why? Why was that? What did I accomplish? What did I feel that the Lord had brought me to do? What broke my heart? Did the Lord mend it? Am I still wounded? When was I too busy for important things in life? I don't want to repeat those things. How can I remedy for this coming year? What were the special moments with loved ones that I want to savor? I want to happen again. Did I have a vacation? Or because of social social distancing, what did I do that was personally satisfying and peaceful? Well, looking back at all these things helped me to consider, will I prayerfully be doing this or doing that? What will I drop? Do I continue to believe my purpose is to reach out here and there? Or is there some changes that the season is bringing? Maybe what I had been doing was only for a season and the Lord has a new thing for me to consider. I need to be listening for that message. Can I ask the Lord about my future plans for the year and then always listen for His voice, for His direction? Part of that listening is going into the Word of God. Well, often when I pray, I ask God to give me the desires and the dreams that He wants me to have, to guide me with a heavy hand and to open doors I should walk through and to slam shut those doors that the Lord does not want me to walk through. 
In this prayer, I'm demonstrating an awareness that He knows what is best for me, always. And He is the ultimate control. So, if nothing else, this year of the pandemic, or this past year of the pandemic, has taught us all that we can absolutely plot and plan every minute of our days, but we don't know what the future holds. We need to always say, if God is willing, I will do this or that. If God is willing, I would go here or there. So that's what we need to keep in mind as we continue with our daily plans, our monthly plans, and our plans for the whole year in 2021. Knowing and agreeing with the Lord, His desires in our hearts, and He will direct our steps. Well, along those lines, today's episode is Clean Your Slate. Clean Your Slate. To clean your slate, you will first need to determine what needs to go and what you need to keep. What new thing needs to be incorporated into your life? All for the purpose of being able to focus on what is really important. Well, what is really important to you? Where is most of your time spent? That's an indicator of what you prioritize. Do those things need to change? One of my things I immediately think of is I spend too much time watching TV. I can easily correct that. If someone could read your mind, hear what you say, and watch what you do, would you be happy or would you be ashamed about it? Or maybe there's a mixture and you'd like to get rid of some things and you, that you wish that you had never had a part of your life. I will take myself for an example. During 2020, there were incidents in my life where people I cared about said or did something that I strongly disagreed with. In some of those cases, I behaved badly. I said harsh, judgmental words. And in those moments, I was presenting, not presenting myself as an example of the character of Jesus. What that person said or did may have been wrong in my eyes at that time, but there would have been a much better way of handling it. You know that people shut us down when they sense that we are being judgmental of them, especially if our words and our demeanor are less than kind. I believe I was less than kind. What can I... What could have I done differently and what can I do differently? I could have realized that I'm not without mistakes myself. So I first needed to go to the Lord and have him to help me remove the log from my own eye before I could go to my friend or loved one and help them to remove the splinter in their own eye. I could have prayed for them and relied upon the Lord to show them and to show me what needed to change and how I could constructively help in God's plan for it. Maybe to bring out change in damaged relationships will take time and effort. You know, after the words are already out, it's hard to take them back. Ask yourself, how can I clean my slate of the mistakes of yesterday? Is it too late to do anything about it? 
The best we can do is to be forgiving. We must forgive so that our Heavenly Father will also forgive us. It's important that we forgive others and ourselves, and then we can move on. Like in the 12 steps towards sobriety, we can attempt to bring about change and forgiveness. And if that's not feasible, we can certainly keep it in our prayers. Forgiveness, on our part, is obedience to God and very liberating to our soul. As a domestic violence survivor and advocate, I must address this consideration in the forgiveness process. As in domestic violence or a habitually toxic environment, we may be able to forgive another person, and that's great, but that does not automatically mean that we should ever trust that person again. We can forgive from a distance. They don't even know, need to know that we have forgiven them. We forgive from our heart. Remember, in any relationship, we need to actively pursue peace. Pursuing of peace may involve an important step when dealing with abuse in domestic violence or abuse with a toxic person. And that is, safely leave that dangerous and habitually toxic environment. So, moving on to address our personal spiritual standing, talking about our relationship with the Lord. That slate can be cleaned of all the past blemishes, even major and horrible mistakes. Well, how can that be done? By humbling, humbling turning to the Lord, sincerely sorry for those evil intentions and thoughts, ugly words, and our bad actions. We come to the Lord in sincere repentance, with determination to change our ways. What does He do? What does the Creator of the universe, our Heavenly Father, do? He forgives us. He knows our heart, and He is the God of love, of goodness, justice, and mercy. What is the grace of God? That's Jesus. When we believe and we accept Jesus, our past evil thoughts, bad acts, and all of our sins are gone. All of them. While well, you can tell God about the hurts, the offenses, and unforgiveness. Tell God that you are already know to you you are ready now to let them go from your life. Walk away from that sinful life. Pray for the Holy Spirit to help you to do that. Thank God for covering you with the blood of Jesus regarding all of your sins and sing praises for our new freedom from the past. The slate is clean. This brings my mind to what happened with my son's life and it's a testimony of his. I watched him as he struggled with his intentions to come to Jesus. But why did he struggle in it? Because he had addictions and he could not imagine walking away from it. It was too hard. But he wanted to approach the Lord clean at the very beginning, at the very start, to be free of all his sinful ways before he would come to Jesus. Sadly, he believed that he would need would not be accepted if he did not present himself perfect. And he believed that he would be rejected. But then he came to realize the awesome truth of it all. None of us are ever going to be perfect. 
That is the very reason that Jesus came to earth. He suffered and died on the cross to pay for our sins because we could not. And that wasn't the end of the story. Jesus arose from the dead. He defeated death. When we come to the Lord in sincere repentance, believing in Jesus, we accept him. I am so thankful that my son came to that realization and that he made his decision for Jesus Christ because he, after that he had a sudden death. That was in May of last year. None of us know when our last opportunity is. None of us know when our last breath is, is going to happen. So there is a real urgency in making that decision. Yes, I have made some mistakes last year, and I took them to the Lord in repentance. But those mistakes did not jeopardize my salvation, my destiny in heaven with the Lord. I had already accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Jesus died once to pay for our sins, and I am covered forever by His amazing grace. As a believer, as a follower of Jesus, it is in me, and I... I want to be more and more like Jesus. So when and if I mess up, the Holy Spirit shows me and guides me along my path. And that is what I want for every person, salvation through Jesus Christ. After we accept Jesus as our Savior, the next logical step is to surrender your entire life in God's hands. That includes all the ugly that, that had a hold on you the offenses, the hurts, the unforgiveness. As a child of God, there is no reason to allow your life to be bound up with the past. We can let it go. The most awesome thing that you could do for yourself for this new year is to decide to come to Jesus or to rededicate your life to Him. God's amazing love for us is, was demonstrated when He was willing to sacrifice His only Son for us to pay for our sins so we would have a way to come to him john 3:16 for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life and then in john 14:6 jesus said i am the way the truth and the life no man comes to the father but by me in John 1 verses 1 uh, I mean in John 1 John chapter 1 verses 9 through 10 we learn how important it is to confess confess to the Lord confess our sins confess that he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness if we say that we've not sinned we make him out to be a liar and his word is not in us I encourage you Regardless of where you stand today in your relationship with the Lord, I encourage you to please pray with me now and out loud. Dear Heavenly Father, I know, I believe that Jesus is the only Son of God, and I believe that Jesus suffered on the cross even for me to pay for my sins, and He defeated death. He arose from the grave. But I'm a sinner. I ask you, Lord, to forgive me. I repent of my sins. I walk away from them now. But Lord, I need you to help me because I will be tempted. I need you, Jesus, 
I am hopeless. I am nothing without you. I ask you to come into my heart and I accept you as my Lord and Savior and I will serve you all of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said this prayer with me, you have begun your relationship with Jesus and I encourage you to study the Word of God and pray. Learn about the character of Jesus and all the promises that God has given you. Always praise and obey with gratitude, and your faith will grow. When you come to Jesus, believing and accepting Him, you are saved. You're born again. Jesus died once to pay for your sins. You are covered by His amazing grace. As a believer, as a follower, it is you, in you. You will want to be more and more like Jesus. So when you mess up, the Holy Spirit shows you and guides you along your path. And you can find inner peace and joy regardless of the circumstances around you. Focus. Focus on the Lord. With, with the Lord, you are saved by His amazing grace in Jesus. And your slate is clean. You are heavenly bound. Focus on that and praise the Lord. Well, thank you for joining me in this episode of Turn to God with Karen. I am Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, ambassador for Christ, and an advocate in domestic violence. So I invite you to stay tuned for Turn to God with Karen every Monday morning at 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And you can always give me your comments, your feedback, any suggestions you may have at my website, KarenJaneCasey.com. When you go to my website, you'll see other information about my books, my podcasts, blogs, and also pertinent resource information regarding domestic violence. Well, thank you and God bless.